Live. Good day, my crypto friends. I'm here with Ali from Lumios, and we're going to tell you about a new app coming out for EOS. And so we'll get into it, but start. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your team and what the big picture of Lumios is? Yeah. Um, so my name is Ali. I'm a, I'm a software engineer. I've uh, got most of my uh, engineering experience uh, building distributed systems. Uh, I worked at Amazon and Google, and uh, most recently I was uh, a lead engineer for Btoken. Uh, we, we built the um, uh, and, and the uh, home sharing platform on top of Ethereum. Oh yeah, I heard about the. And then uh, that's where, like, during that time, we started thinking of building something on other blockchains like EOS, and uh, decided to uh, focus on the data data sharing industry. Uh, and that's when Lumios uh, came to came to the picture. Cool oh, man. What so? Um What's your what's your background as a developer before, let's say, VToken, or how how'd you come into developing? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, when I first graduated, I wanted um, I, I was mostly like building Android applications. Uh, I do have an Android application on the store still today with some few users. Um, that's what that got me into programming, and then uh, uh, Amazon. I was working um, on the ordering pipeline of uh, Amazon. Uh, so basically, most of the orders that come through can actually touch some of our code that I've actually built, and then uh, it was mostly like distributed systems backend, and then uh, it was something similar at Google. I was working on the Google Cloud team uh, for uh, resource management, uh, and, uh, and I got distributed systems. So cool. So um, you got a background. You're a serious, serious engineer. You've been doing this for a while. So. Yeah. When I, so I'm, I got into blockchain uh, while I was still at Google and. Uh, it was mostly through investments, and then I realized hey, there's something over there, and I wanted to learn more about distributed systems, and decentralized systems actually, and having a background in distributed systems actually was very helpful in onboarding and writing my first like uh, small uh, like hello world dev uh, smart contract and uh, deploying it and seeing it work was like very what got me into blockchain, and then yeah later on I decided to quit and pursue it as a full time thing. So what's the what's big picture Lumios? What is what what, what problem are you guys trying to solve? What's it going to do for the EOS community and the blockchain community? Yeah, yeah. So the the idea the, the idea is to uh, change the way we do uh, online data sharing in the era of the blockchain. So the paradigm before you, in when the internet first started it was like people were sharing data freely online, and the more data they shared, the more like beneficial it was for everyone else. Um, but then later on, privacy issues started. Uh, coming into the picture, like the data that I'm sharing is now can be seen by this and that, and I want to have more controls over it. Now, until recently, uh, big companies like I guess Google and Facebook started giving users more information about how you can um, protect your privacy and why privacy is important. Um, but then again, like the source of the problem is still the same. Whenever you're sharing kind of any kind of information online today, you are not the owner of the information that you're sharing or the data that you're sharing. It's mostly owned by the companies that you're sharing it with. For instance, Facebook gives you the Facebook application for free, but then you end up sharing a lot of information. None of it is owned by you personally, and it's owned by the company. And that's like uh, the current centralized model that is uh, perfect. And we uh, realize that with the decentralization, you can actually, for the first time, you can own what you're, what, like own your stuff or own your data online. Similar to how you own your cryptocurrency by holding the private key uh, in a distributed ledger, uh, and the idea was basically I want to be able to store my data 
but still, I don't want anyone to have access to it unless I give them the permission to do that. So we just extended the idea further into storing um, encrypted information by you, the owner of a private key that you used to, to encrypt, and that, that, that private key and makes you the owner of the actual data that you're putting under your account on a blockchain. Um, we decided it was a very, we realized actually it was a very difficult uh, thing to do, to store private information on a public ledger and be able to share it with people on chain without anyone having to leak access. And once we nailed down the idea pretty well, um, uh, we decided to patent it. And it's actually uh, patent pending right now, the system that allows to do all this. So the, the main solution was, now you actually own your data. Now you can fully control the privacy, and now you can actually say, if somebody accesses my location history, for instance, I want to be able to make money out of it. Yeah. So those are the two key, uh, the three value principles behind that, what Lumion stands for. Yeah, that's actually a huge idea. Really cool. I love the, I, that's, for me, that's the next step that I'm always talking about that we need in the blockchain is this step towards uh, our protection of our identities first, and then once we have our identities and our information protected, it seems like so many apps will fall in line after that. So it, it's cool to hear that you guys are, that's it's kind of a big vision is putting that puzzle piece into the, in the ecosystem. Yeah, uh, so, so the original idea was for us to build a blockchain that does this, uh, that, that has this built in and any application that comes into play would follow the same principles. Um, but then so we started researching uh, existing blockchains to, be, to see like who, who would be able to like, support us and we chose EOS because, uh, well we chose EOS because of multiple reasons but one of them was uh, the, the, the scalability. We wanted something that will scale immediately to a big number of users and gain mass adoption. And the second thing was uh, the, friend, the user friendliness of the interface. So if we want to get a blockchain application to be widely adopted, it needs to be very easy to be used. As a, I, I want to make sure, like if I forget my password, for, for instance, I should be able to reset it, just like I do with any of my current applications today. And I don't have to like, learn something new. I'll just like do the same things I'm doing today, but know for a fact that okay, my data is clear, my identity is clear, I own own fully own the privacy, but let's take it a step ahead, and I'm actually making a passive income by doing the same stuff, because data is actually valuable. Yeah, so how does, what's the step there between uh, Lumios controlling the identity, controlling the data, and then turning it into income? How's, how's that section? Yeah, so, so what we decided to do, we decided to build a mobile application um, and, and the application is very simple. You put in your basic information, gender, location, age, and then you have a password, which is you kind of is used to protect, to encrypt the data. And then what we do is we'll, we'll have that kind of data that is encrypted with your, with your password um, published to the EOS blockchain under your account. We create an account for you and, and link it to, to that kind of identity. And now, anytime uh, from the application as well, you start. Um, what you can do today is, uh, we wanted to prove the concept of okay, if actually you answer a poll and provide the poll creator your identity or or some piece of your information like um, gender, they would be able to um, uh, they would be able to like anonymously aggregate that data for a thousand like let's say a thousand users. We can know like exactly how many males versus how many females answered, but without actually pointing. To you specifically, no, no personal, personal, 
personally identifiable information being leaked outside of the system. And uh, by doing this, the creator of the poll would, in order for him to, uh, to uh, allow you to use it, they need to give you something back for answering that poll. And that's like the main idea. So the, we want to be able to create a, um, a content that is very valuable. Let's say a poll that is answered by a thousand people and then we'll have a monetary value on it. And then the users who participated in that poll to make it valuable and who provided their personal information get rewarded whenever that poll gets sold. So that's like one way of uh, making, making sure that your data is valuable and you make money out of it. And does it cost money for the person to create the poll? So the creator of the poll, uh, in order for them to, uh, uh, to uh, get their poll reach to the many a big number of users, they need to put a like a price price point on okay, it. So they're putting a bounty out basically exactly. for people to answer this poll. So the people who are participating in the poll, they're basically they're taking their black box identity, they're saying, okay, you know, you can verify I'm a man or a woman, and then uh, that's uh, anonymously transmitted, and then they're gonna pull a bounty there that's from the person who did the poll, but then they're also in the future as that data set is sold, they're going to get a residual from it. Is that how that works, or yes. is it not a residual? Product? So, so there's two two kind of uh, uh, there are two kind of approaches. One, the creator of the poll will put a bounty on the poll, and then that bounty will basically be given to everyone who participates. Okay. Or the second thing is that you participate in a poll with nothing, and then we realize we can actually sell it later for something. And when we do that, uh, we'll we'll give any of it, like all the uh, Profits back to the users who participated in it. I see. Interesting. So, is that is this polling concept? Is that um, one of your main use cases? Or are you just considering that a proof of concept, or how does that fit into? The yeah, we we wanted to build a proof of concept on top of the idea first to prove that it works, but we wanted something a bit more complex. So uh -huh. just getting so just sharing your information, you can easily sell that. There's a lot of like uh, DMPs or there's a lot of advertisers who will just take that information and give you money for it. Yeah. But what would be very useful is the aggregated results usually are, are a lot more valuable than just like individual results. So we decided to build the, 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 the polling system so that we can say that the more users who are participated in a certain poll, the more valuable it becomes. Uh, but at the same time, we wanted to prove that we can anonymously aggregate data of course, it has to be offline and validated offline, and then put it back on the chain without accessing individual data. So we wanted to go with a more complicated uh, uh, approach for uh, uh, for selling, for being able to get ag again aggregated results on the blockchain and being able to uh, later on sell it. That's that's an interesting idea. So as far as the development, you guys have a beta that's been going. And so there's a lot of, you know, you guys are actually using this and I've seen a demo of it and I'll, I'll probably try to throw a demo of it in so that people can see the app working too. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a working app. What's like, what's been your biggest hurdle or what do you, what's the biggest hurdle or the biggest kind of thought problem that you, that you guys are dealing with or do you think you kind of have it pretty ironed out? Where, where are you with that? Right. Yeah, so, so as of right now, we're most of the, the beta that, that everybody's been using is mostly a UI features. We wanted to know what the users required and that's why we've been like asking um, our beta users to provide us as much feedback as possible. Um, but then the next step in, is to switch the, uh, the current data that we're collecting onto the smart contract, onto the, the blockchain backend and fully decentralize it. And um, 
uh, most of the smart contracts have been developed and we've been testing them uh, a little bit on uh, testnet, but then uh, we want to make sure that the users, we want to make sure that from day one we've actually built a trust with our user base. Uh, and that's one of the reasons we haven't been asking for more detailed information and we just wanted to start with something simple uh, like date of birth that um, we can we can provide uh, as much trust as possible to the users uh, when we actually uh, move away from the beta into the mainnet uh, uh, in, in the next month. Yeah, I mean, you guys are, that's actually, it's a good point because being like a data protection company, if you ask for people's data and you launch and there's some bad, bad thing in the smart contract and all of a sudden all their data gets leaked or something, yeah, that's yeah. not, a, not a great look, so that, but obviously that's um, a huge part of what you guys are doing. You said you're launching in September, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, so our, our beta right now is on test flight. So uh, we've we've sent it to a, a few hundred users already, um, playing around with it, and uh, we're trying to pump as much features as possible, get as much feedback as possible from our early beta testers, um, and we're giving away a lot of Lumius tokens mm -hmm. on the app itself uh, for people who provide feedback, people who like report bugs, and even use the platform as it is. And then uh, uh, we're planning to um, finalize a few key features like the login, the sign up and login, and uh, 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 private and privacy controls as well before we publish it on the App Store. But our goal is uh, we're four weeks we're four weeks ahead, uh, like on on time. In four weeks, hopefully, we'll uh, uh, launch it on the App Store and uh, uh, launch our token as well. And uh, that will be around the time when we can actually go and go ahead and also run another airdrop uh, for EOS token holders. Okay. What's your airdrop going to look like? Is it going to be a Genesis snapshot, a current snapshot? Is it going to be one-to-one? -one, How's that look? Yeah, so our token supply is, a, we have a billion tokens, so we're reserving 10% of it for the actual airdrop. And uh, that, that puts us at the ratio of 1 to 20. Um, we want to make sure to not, to, to limit the amount that we give so that we don't want to, like people who hold a lot of tokens, uh, to get a lot more than everybody else, so we're, we're limiting the airdrop to 40,000 uh, 40, EOS. So for every 40,000 EOS that you have, you make 2,000 of them, even if you have more than that okay. in a certain account. But we're definitely not doing Genesis. We want to make sure to continue. Uh, we want to make sure to take a like a further snapshot, just because you know, EOS have grown a lot since since yeah. June, and it doesn't make sense for us just drop it to the people who are here in June. There's a lot more users, there's a lot more um, diversity in, in the ecosystem, so it makes sense to reward the later snapshot. We, we believe we're going to take um, one snapshot in end of September, and uh, uh, we'll continue talking with our community, uh, and, and, and then do the airdrop afterwards. Yeah, I like the, I, I like that concept. I've heard of other projects that are doing the 40,000 cutoff. Um, just to make sure that the like to give themselves some distribution, yeah. and um, I think that's a good idea. I think that encourages people who are in that you know and that have less tokens to not feel like they're completely out of the game when they get these airdrops. Right. Um, yes. And then you also don't have someone who's going to dump a million tokens onto onto your everyone holding the tokens when they when the airdrop happens too. So that's um, I think that I think that's a great you know that's a great plan. Is there is there something that the Token holders have to do to receive airdrops, or they, is it going to be they need to um, sign up for them at all, or is it? So, uh, so that's, we're, we're always mentioning that we're doing a dual kind of an airdrop. So, 
we're, we're doing the generic airdrop to the EOS token holders, the one that we just discussed, and that's just everybody will get it. And uh, we're also, anyone who's signing up on our app, at least the first 10,000 users, each one who signs up will get 500 million tokens just for signing up. And they can make a lot more tokens by using the platform early on. And uh, that's going to be our secondary form of airdrop for people who are actually participating, being part of our network from this early in, in the game. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, I mean, that's right around the corner, so like, like four weeks, that's, that's, that's cool. Are you, um, how long in, the, in progress have you guys been going? Yeah, we've been working on this, uh, I mean, since the idea of Fumia started like earlier this year, and but we've been like actively um, uh, developing this app for over like five months now, and we want to make sure to have the uh, the best user experience early on because uh, we have a lot of people on our wait list and everybody wants to get in right now but we want to make sure to give them the best experience so we've been like choosing we've been like slowly rolling it out but uh, hopefully we'll open it up for everyone uh, uh, very soon and I'm very excited about the new features that we're putting into uh, the app uh, it'll make it so much like easy and fun to use yeah can you talk about the new features we get, or are those you're going to hold off and, until they start um, coming out? I, I'm very excited about one main feature that I'll, I'll just discuss, and that is the, uh, the sign-up where we uh, anybody can just like sign in with Facebook and give us access to a little bit of data, and then we're immediately uh, set up everything for them, give them their account, EOS account, and give them the extra tokens, and they'll be able to view everything from their uh, from the mobile mobile app. No kidding. So did I? Did you say that set up with Facebook? It'll create an EOS account for them. Yeah. So you you sign up with Facebook or you sign up with Google, and then we'll automatically take the basic data like your um, date of birth, gender, location, and school maybe, and uh, we'll immediately. Uh, well, the user has to still provide a password, and then that is going to be used to encrypt it, and then yeah, we'll set up an EOS account for them and will immediately give them the tokens and their data will be there secure. How will they, how do they receive like a private and public key for their use account? So their account will be managed ma ma managed by us. Uh -huh. So we'll give them the access to the uh, the actual key and then their password will be, so, so their username and ID, and then their password will be kind of used as a way for their, to protect their private key. Interesting. So we want to so, make it so easy that, that even if the user doesn't know what a blockchain is, what yeah. a private key is, we'll be able to easily use it. That's, you know, that that's like the type of on-ramping for the masses. That's really exciting. Um, but the question like that jumps into blockchain people's heads, obviously, is like, well, what about the private key? Like, so how, how do you, do you guys have that stored somewhere, but it's secured by their password? Or do you guys have that encrypted so you don't know what their private key is? Or how's, how's that part? Yeah, it's, it's, everything is going to be encrypted uh, regardless. Um, but there's always two models. There's the more sophisticated users, they can just bring in their own EOS account, yeah. they already have the private key. Or the less sophisticated users who want uh, to just like easily use an application without having to worry about the mm -hmm. details. And for those, yeah, we'll have to, uh, we, we will keep track of, of, of that for them. And they can, because we are bound to be able to do this mainly from a GDPR perspective, we can always give them back the key and then delete any uh, any presence of it anywhere. Yeah, well, what, what an interesting concept. I mean, that's that's another huge part of your project. I mean, the on-ramping into crypto that's done that easily is is is, is 
you know, that's pretty groundbreaking. It, it's also, what a trade-off that you're looking at also if people have like kind of this level of trust for you to take care of and try to keep, but if they're not gonna get into cryptocurrency anyway, then like they, never, they don't have a private key for any of their other stuff. They just can you know, deal with the password, so if they're not sophisticated enough, maybe that's, that, that's fantastic. I, I actually like that. Um, cool. Okay. Well, what uh, what other what other new features are coming, or what other, what things have we kind of glossed over that you want to mention about? Uh, yeah. Um, we want to make sure to also like we want to make sure that the polls that are on the system actually do have value. So we've been partnering with a few um, crypto companies that are willing to um, pay for user research and market research opportunity as long as they will give a, a certain survey or a poll on our application to all of our user base. So for instance, uh, we've, uh, we've been working with a um, new, newly created exchange that wanted to test their user features or a new UI. And what they would do, they would pay us for a poll as for the company and then we will put the the money back to the users who participate in the poll. So if we can give them back a, a result that is answered by 500 to 1,000 users on our platform, they will be willing to pay X amount of dollars that we can always put back to the people uh, who participated in it. Um, to, give you, to give you rough numbers, um, today when you use Facebook, for instance, all the behavioral data, all kind of data that you are generating, that, that Facebook owns, and they monetize as much as possible is, is going to be equivalent to, on average, to around $30 a year of extra profits that you would have actually made for users who actually are a lot, share a lot more information. Uh, that number can go to thousands of dollars, ten thousands of dollars. But what we want to do is, is to try to make that even higher by creating high value content for our user base who will be able to answer it to make extra like extra tokens act through like an active income rather than just like uh, less tokens for a passive income. Yeah, yeah so you have the people who would just use it passively and, and make a, a small income but they have the opportunity also to answer polls and be involved and, and make, it, make a larger income. Correct, yes. Yeah. So, uh, at this point, tell people where to find you, kind of what the next steps are, if they want to try to get on the whitelist or request to be like a beta user or tell, yeah, them, exactly. tell, us, tell people where to find yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, the website has everything. Yeah. Uh, we're lumios.io, that's L-U-M-E-O-S.io. Put it in the notes. And uh, um, uh, you can sign up uh, on our on our waitlist. We're definitely going to be sending the app or, like, to as many people as possible, but we're, we're limiting to how many we're sending because uh, uh, we, want, we want to make sure that like, everybody gets it from the App Store rather than from the data because uh, it's, it's like extra stuff to install. Um, but yeah, our Telegram is the best place for the discussions. We've been having so many good uh, discussions lately and t.me slash Lumios. And uh, yeah, the website has, again, the website has most of the information. Okay, cool. So I'll link the website and I'll link um, the Telegram channel so people can get a hold of you and then if they want a wait list, they can do that. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, thanks for telling us about this project. This is great. I didn't know that much about it. I got to see the beta version, um, but it was a few weeks ago, so you added a lot to it. Yeah, um, so it's a lot different now. Yeah, yeah. so it, and you guys are making moves quick, and, it, and it's coming soon. I mean, four weeks. So you guys be on the lookout for it. Uh, look in Lumios, and then we're at uh, Starfish Mission here, the coolest new crypto spot in San Francisco. 
and uh, it's a great blockchain workspace. And uh, you know, big thanks to them for letting us use the studio. And uh, tonight we got Charlie Lee coming, so we're gonna um, listen to him talk about some Litecoin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, money is not the prime asset in life. Time is, and uh, your time is just. Come along. 